The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We've been discussing here on this show and right across the station uh, today the extension of free GP care to six and seven year olds. Colin Burke is Finnegale's health spokesperson. He joins me now, Colin. We've had several GPs here on News Talk today uh, saying how hard pressed they are and that because of that, it's the wrong time to be extending free GP care. Why do you think they're wrong? But the this is an agreement with the Irish Medical Organisation and their membership. I mean, this wasn't introduced overnight. My understanding is that there was a full agreement on this about going forward. And um, therefore, that's why the government, um, why we pressed ahead with it. So they're, they're um, in a minority, aware. these GPs given out. Uh, I'm not saying they're in a minority. I fully understand that there are a lot of pressures in relation to um, GP practices, and I fully understand that, and there's a lot of work being done on that as well. But remember, this is about making sure that there's GP care available for children for sixes and sevens. We have uh, set out quite clearly a programme for extending this scheme. It's now coming into place, um, and that's basically what we have decided to do and this is by agreement as I understand it remember also in relation to the GP uh, scheme there is a, a program now about um, a training program for GPs who have trained abroad um, about they can do a two-year training course here our training program here so that they can qualify and work in the Irish system as well so we're fast tracking the normal GP training um, period is four years but if someone has practiced as a GP in another country, then they can come in under a, a GP training program here, which is for two years, and that's happening at the moment. So you think that would be one of the ways in which we address the shortage of GPs in the country? It's not only about the shortage, but it's also about the number of GPs who are over six years of age who intend yeah. uh, retiring over the next few years. So we need to plan for that. And we also remember, we also have the challenge in that we have a huge increase in population while we've increased, remember, we've increased the workforce by over 700,000, 720,000 in the last 10 years. We've also increased the population and uh, therefore we need to respond to that increase. Um, and you take, for instance, how we've responded in relation to the healthcare sector, for instance, you take in our hospitals, the number of people working the HSE in December 2013 was 100,000, um, was 100,000 people. We've now over 140,000 whole time equivalents working in the HSE so that's an increase of 40%. So how many GPs Likewise, who've trained abroad do you suspect will take up this offer of a two year training? I think it's I think it's a very attractive scheme and I think it's something that, that um, the Irish College of Children Practitioners have worked very hard because they fully understand mm-hmm. the demand is there they fully understand so how many? that there's I'm not sure. I haven't seen the figures yet, um, but I mean, this is only introduced in the last few months. So obviously, it will take a period of time for it to be fully rolled. How many out. do you need to take it up to address the looming shortage? We need we need over the next number of years. We need to have we have I think under the training program, and I don't have the figures in front of me. Around 250 coming out every year. We need to increase that to at least 450 every year. But I maybe I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but uh, it's certainly a demand that we're going to have and we need to respond accordingly and that's based on what we're doing. And remember as well in relation to the GP care for for young children, remember this is also about keeping, uh, you know, where parents don't have to go into an accident emergency department to have someone assessed where they have free GP care 
for sixes and sevens, which is now introduced, it was already in place for younger age group. Mm. So we've now extended, and I think it's the way forward. Yeah. Now you, you, you know as well as I do, there'll be parents listening to this, and they're probably texting in already to say this is all well and good. Except when I try to contact my GP, they're so hard pressed and under so much pressure that uh, I won't get an appointment for a week or ten days. So I will end up in the accident emergency system. Well, in, in fairness to GPs, they have a I mean, very good GPs are in the country and they won't even take on new patients. The, the, there is a, GPs, in fairness, have a very good coordinated system. And in fairness, they will prioritise where they, they feel there's an urgent need to see a child. I remember, you know, you go to other jurisdictions, for instance, I was in the UK, um, you know, quite recently, where in some places there is a waiting list of up to 14 days to see a GP. We don't have that mm-hmm. here. That's why we responded to make sure we don't have it. And for instance, in the UK, there's over a shortage of over 5,000 GPs. So we're very much aware of what's happening in adjoining jurisdictions okay. and we're responding accordingly. And, and, and yet the model that we ultimately want to ape when it comes to GP care is much closer to what the UK have than what we currently have. So free GP no, care for all is is ultimately what we're going to end up with, isn't it? But our, our, what we're saying is that, you know, in fairness, it is a very expensive time for families when you have young children. It's important that they get access to the appropriate medical care in a timely manner. Yeah, no, that's, this, is that, way, this is about six and seven-year-olds again. I'm asking about the, 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 the long-term commitment in Slauncher Care is that we have, that all parties have signed up to, including yours, is that we would have free GP care for all equivalent yeah, to what they have in the NHS. And we, so and if the NHS grown, is so dysfunctional, why no, are we no, aiming no, no, it? No, 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 we are not aiming everything at, at, like the NHS. We, that, in fact, I haven't been uh, one of the people pulling out, you know, pushing forward about the NHS. The, the scheme in England hasn't worked, but what we are doing is we are trying to grow the service in relation to medical care. We're doing it in relation to the recruitment of more GPs and making sure that we're planning for the years ahead. It's not easy because you're now in a competitive market, whether it is nurses, whether it is care assistants, whether it is GPs. But one of the things that we have responded to, which a lot of people don't acknowledge, is that in the HSE, there's over 40,000 more people working there than what was 10 years ago. So there's a lot of extra services and you take in relation to outpatient clinics and Irish hospitals. There's over 64,000 people a week, a week, attend outpatient clinics in our hospitals. So to say that our healthcare system is not working, yes, there are log jams in it. Yes, they are. Uh, there are challenges. There, there's no question about that, that. But remember, in Ireland, people are living longer than any other European country at the moment. We have we have a life expectancy yeah. now which not, has not increased much, dramatically. Not, not much solace to the children with scoliosis who told me only have to wait a few weeks for surgery and are waiting months on end. Not much solace that's, to children about, who, who waiting about, for child and adolescent mental health and services about, and they don't and even exist. About, and that's about access to making sure that we have the expertise to do the the surgery. And in fairness, there's a lot of work done on that. And there's also a situation, remember, one of the things that I worked at when I was in in the European Parliament uh, a number of years ago was the whole issue that if there's undue delay, you're right to travel abroad to get access to healthcare. And that is that is working as well. And in, in fairness, in cases, we have still a situation where we have people who require expert um, treatment are going to the UK, are going to other jurisdictions. Do you think of it, a, a teenager is suicidal this weekend, they're meant to travel abroad for 
treatment. No, that's not him saying, you know, no, you're not, please don't be putting words in my mouth. That's not what I said. I, well, said, I asked about child and adolescent mental health services. Yeah, you're talking and about yes, people traveling there abroad. Are, I'm talking about, no, no, I was talking about in relation to expert care, in relation to surgery, where there is, that expert care is not available in Ireland, they can travel abroad. In relation to mental health, there are challenges there. Uh, we still have problems in relation to getting um, some people uh, into training in that area. But it's it's something that takes time and you can't do it overnight. And as I said, one of the challenges that we have when you grow the number of jobs, you grow the population, that's the challenge. Remember, this is the first time in 170 years that the population is greater than the population was during the famine period. So like, let's not talk about all of the negatives. Let's talk about the positives, the progress that this country has made as regards access to education, access to university, access to, to jobs. We had 50,000 people a year leaving this country before because they couldn't access jobs. That is not okay. happening now. Well, we're, we're, we need to respond to We've kind of strayed away from uh, free GP care for you know, uh, 6 or 7 year olds who are talking about access for jobs. You know, you, you're you're trying to put words in my mouth in relation to... In relation well, yeah, we were talking to, about healthcare. I asked you a question about yeah, healthcare. You are talking to me about are, like, how many jobs are available accept, in the pharmaceutical do you, industry. Do you, not accept, do you not accept that there's an increase of 40,000 more people working in the HSC? Yeah, I there do. Is. But in I also, years, but I also years, accept that Dublin years, won the All-Ireland football final. It has nothing yeah. to do with what we're talking about. You're, you're, this is about free GP care for six and exactly. seven-year-olds. And we are saying, I've made it quite clear about the growth in the number of jobs in relation to um, GPs, in relation to our healthcare sector. And we are developing services in order to respond to the increase in demand in the population. And that's what we're doing, dealing with. Colin Burke, Finnegal TD. Colin, thanks a million for joining us here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.